Welcome to Whitechapel Church Online. You're currently listening to preaching from our Sunday services. We believe that when the preaching happens, that collectively we're hearing the Word of God, and that God's Word has the power to change who we are. We also believe that God can meet you right where you're at, and that He has a Word specifically for you. We hope that you enjoy today's sermon, and we would love to have you at an in-person service. Head over to whitechapelchurch.com to get more info. Enjoy the sermon, and be blessed. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. On this second Sunday of Advent. Oh, boy. Woo. Let me first uh, give honor to God. I want to thank my pastor uh, for this preaching privilege once again. Hello, pastor. Amen. He said he'd be watching. Amen. To all the online listeners and lookers, I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. You know, it's been an interesting week this week, and uh, I had stopped by the church uh, yesterday to tidy up and take care of some things here. And uh, in doing so, uh, when I, I came from the outside and came through, uh, the lobby part, there, there was a lady there uh, that was walking from door to door. And uh, as I looked out and uh, she was looking in and I met her at the side door here. And uh, so I, I didn't know, you know, because oftentimes, sometimes when I'm here, there are people that stop by uh, that's needing help and looking for help. A amen. I take it that's why we're here, too, because we're looking for some help. Oh, y'all a little slow this morning. I, I hope you've had your coffee and your donuts. Now, come on, wake up with me now. So, so I, I proceeded to the door, and, and uh, I opened up the door and asked, may I help you? And she said, yes. Now, granted, I was thinking this was someone in need. But you know what she did? She said the Lord directed her to the church, and she handed me two $100 bills for the church. Now, you may not think it's anything, okay, but we are a refuge of grace. So if you think you don't need some grace, you're mistaken. So I, I thanked her and asked her, you know, did she want to leave a name or anything? And she said no. And she proceeded on. So I'm going to turn this money in, amen, to the church and may it be used for the building of God's kingdom here. Is that all right? And as I said, you may not think it's anything, but you know, when God places you somewhere at the right moment and the right time, amen, and it wasn't about me, it was about him. And wasn't anyone here in the sanctuary part or out in the lobby, but myself. And I'm very grateful and thankful to God to see someone, you know, that loves the Lord enough to come by and bless his church and the people of God. Amen? Amen. So, so I, I'm, I'm whoever I need to give this to, now nobody wants to 
Would you please come and get this? Whoever I'm supposed to give this to. Amen. Thank you. And this also gives me an opportunity to thank the church for in my family and myself in our time of need during the storm. And I just want to thank you. I know I could have sent a card or whatever, but, you know, to personally give thanks, it comes from my heart. Not that it wouldn't have from the card, but I just want you to know that I love you and thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I, I got at least five or six. Amen. Amen. Now, now look, somebody got on me about, well, they didn't really get on me, but we're going to do this this morning, okay? All right, we're going to sing this, this this morning. Now, you ought to know it by now, okay? Glory, glory. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Come on now. Since I've laid my burdens down. Come on, church. Come on. Glory, glory. Come on, get on your feet. Hallelujah. Since I've laid my Burdens down. Now, 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 hold it, hold it. Now, you got that part. Now, let's sing. Amen? Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Since I've laid my burdens down. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Since I've laid my burdens down, friends don't treat me, friends don't treat me like they used to, like they used to. Since I've laid my burdens down, friends don't treat me like they used to. Since I've laid my burdens down, every round goes higher and higher. Every round goes higher and higher. Since I've laid my burdens down, every round goes higher and higher. Since I've laid my burdens down. Give the Lord some praise. You may be seated in God's presence. You may be seated in his presence this morning. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord this morning. But it's good to be in the Lord's house this morning one more time. Amen. You know, pastor has been preaching here in the book of Acts. Amen. And, and, and you know, there's a lot of action in the book of Acts. Come on, somebody, talk to me. I know we call it the book of Acts, but I call it the book of action because a lot of things happen by way of the Holy Ghost. Can I, can I go back a little bit? I, I, I know we've got sophisticated and say the Holy Spirit, but I'm from the old school, by way of the Holy Ghost. Oh, boy, y'all get a little quiet on me now, for real. And, 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 so as the pastor has been preaching and, and, and God has been moving even within my spirit and, and I'm hearing the pastor as he preaches and uh, he's been doing a phenomenal job of teaching us, the church, 
the church. It's, it's about the church. A amen. How, how the church began. How, how the church got started. A amen. But I don't want to get ahead of myself, so let me have a word of prayer. Let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your amazing grace, Lord. We thank you for your mercies that you've given us. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask right now, Lord, let your Holy Ghost come on down. Lord God, we can't sing right. We can't pray right, Lord. We can't even preach right, Lord, until you come on down. So, Father, in the name of you, let your Holy Spirit come on down in this place. Consume this house this morning. Consume it in such a way, Lord God, that eyes will open, hearts will receive, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, somebody gets delivered, somebody gets healed, Lord. Somebody might have a testimony, Lord God, that they've been holding for months and a whole year, Lord. And we're about ready to enter into a new year, if it be thy will, Lord. And I pray right now, Lord God, that you move and stir up within them a newness right now in the name of Jesus. Have your way in this service this morning. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, thou art my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name I pray. And they all said, amen. Amen. So, so he's been preaching and he's been teaching within the book of Acts. Amen. And I remember a particular passage of scripture that he came from in Luke, the 18th chapter. But I'll, I'll get to that. But as we go back and recap just a little bit, it was just 120 people in that upper room. Amen. And they went there and they waited for the promise. And God sent that promise, did he not? They were all present in one place on one accord. Is that not what the word says? Come on now. Listen, y'all going to help me or not this morning? Because, see, I brought my own help with me. I don't travel without him. See, it's just like your MasterCard and your Bank of America card. I travel with Jesus. And I don't have to pull him out because he's within. Oh, boy, boy, boy. But that's all right. That's all right. Whatever you're accustomed to is all right. A amen? Amen. But sometimes you're going to get out of your tradition and your customs. One of these days you're going to get out of that because you can't help yourself. Yeah, yeah. You're going to cut loose and let loose. And God's going to have his way with you. You're going to throw your wig off. False teeth going to fall out of your mouth. <laughs> and you're not going to worry about who's looking at you. Hey, hey, Y'all going to talk to me? Hey, hey, man. Amen. 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 Well, take your shoes off too. It's all right. Amen. Amen. So these 120, they, they were waiting on the promise that, that God had promised them. Amen. And, and God is not interested in, in quantity, he's interested in quality. Because see, we got churches on every corner. I said, let me say that again. We got churches on every corner. I don't care what town you go in, you're going to find a church and a liquor store. Oh, oh Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And, and so we find here that, that when we look at the scripture text in Acts, in beginning with Acts, we find that the church was brought together by prayer. Pastor always, he's emphasizing a strong prayer life. Amen. Not only individual prayer life, but also within the church. Corporately. Amen. He wants us to have a strong prayer life because prayer does change things, old folk. Have I got some old folk up in here? 
Huh, y'all remember that? Prayer does change things. And, and if you live long enough, you'll find out that can't nobody do you like Jesus. Oh, I hear you now. I hear you. Uh, y'all waking up on me. Yeah, Brother Frank, they're going to wake up on me here in a few minutes. All right, all right. So, so we find here, when we look in that first chapter, that we find that all of these, the Bible says, continued with one accord in prayer and supplication. There's that word prayer. We find in the first four chapters, everything was about prayer. And it goes continuously on through the book of Acts. Am I right about it? There, there were places that were shaken in Acts 4 by prayer. Things were shaken. Sometimes folk need to come in God's house and get shook up sometime. By way of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes God needs to just grab you. And, and, and just shake you up, you know? Have you forgotten what I've done for you? Have you forgotten who I am? Yeah, yeah, how can you just come in my house and just open your mouth like it ain't nothing? Excuse my vernacular if I got some English scholars up in here. So, so places were shaken, and I believe that it was the prayer of Stephen. You remember the prayer of Stephen? Stephen looked up and saw the heavens open up, I believe it was the prayer of Stephen, amen, that brought Saul of Tarsus to Jesus. I, I, I believe it. Because, see, when you look everything after that, we find two scriptures or, or two chapters over, we find that he was converted. A, a, amen? So prayer got Peter out of jail. That, that's over in Acts 12. The saints was praying. A, amen? So when you pray, stuff happens. Come on, church. Amen, amen. So, so this morning when I look at the scripture text, and I remember Pastor brought this out over in Luke, amen. And, and that's where we're going, Luke, the 18th chapter. Luke 18, Luke 18. Luke 18, you go there real quickly. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not faint. Amen. Luke, 18th chapter, y'all there? Some of you are, some of you not. You got your devices and everything else. Amen? A amen. Are you there? Say amen. amen. Saying, there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city. And she came unto him saying, avenge me of mine adversary. And he went not for a while. But afterwards he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night? Now, you know that crying day and night is praying. Come on, somebody. See, when you cry out to the Lord day and night, that's nothing but prayer. When you just talk to him. Amen. You're not doing nothing but just praying to the Lord. Amen. Which cry day and night unto him, though he hear or though he bear long with them. I tell you that he will avenge them. Amen? Speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. So, so if I could, if I could, if I could this morning, amen, if I could, amen, sometimes I do, 
a lot of times I do, a sermonic topic, amen, for this preachment this morning. Does prayer help? Does prayer help? Now, I know somebody jumped up already and I said, yes, it does. Amen. But see, I need some multitude up in here. Amen. Can I preach it like I feel it? I'm going to do it anyway, but, 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 but I'm just asking you this morning. Can I preach it like I feel Does prayer help? What am I talking about? Well, this is what I want us to try to see in the message this morning. What good does prayer do? What, what good does prayer do? Well, well prayer uh, directs divine authority. That, that, that's what prayer does. It, it directs divine authority. Because why? Prayer helps us first to obey God. Oh, boy, y'all. I said prayer helps us to obey God. Now, now when you go back and, and reread, amen, your, 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 your biblical text, amen, of the Bible from Genesis Revelation, you'll find that it talks about being baptized after salvation. A amen? Uh, it directs us to go to church. Oh, man. It talks about our giving. I'm, I'm talking about the word of God. It's in the book. A amen. It teaches us how to forgive. Whew. Boy, that's, that makes me hot up in here. It teaches us how to live righteously. Am I right about it? I'm talking about this same book teaches these things, and it also teaches us to pray. The same book that I'm talking about, it teaches us to pray. Amen. Jesus said unto them, when ye pray, say, our Father, which art in heaven. Uh, uh, this gives us, amen, letting us know that we have a relationship with God. That's what it teaches us when we say our Father. It's how you going to say your Father and you don't know your Father. Some of us grow up, amen, physically and not even know our earthly fathers. But I come to tell you this morning that you have a heavenly father. And he loves each and every one of us because why? He created us in his own image. When we pray, it confuses the devil. Amen? So, so we ought to pray horizontally before we go vertically. That means you got to love everybody. Am I right about it? So when you pray, it says, it's, it's important here because when you say our Father, that's a sign of worship to our Heavenly Father. Then he said, let us therefore come, amen, boldly unto the throne of grace. Let us come. That means when we come to God, he already knows what you have in need of. Before you come, don't you sit there and act like you don't have nothing you have in need of. Don't you sit there and act like everything is all right. If you live long enough, everything can't be all right. Because if everything is all right in your life, you ought to say, Lord, beam me on up. Everything's not all right. We come to the hospital to get well. I'm talking about the spiritual hospital to get well. Some of us come in sick and leave sick. 
But God wants to deliver you and heal you. See, that's what the book of Acts is all about. It's about action. About the Holy Spirit of God coming down and doing miraculous things to God and for God's people. But some of us don't want nothing. We all right. We all right where we at. And we come falling short because God wants to give us much more. But we scared of that much more thing because then I have no control of it. Because why? He doesn't control it. The Holy Spirit doesn't control it. You can script this. You can program this. But when you turn it all over to God, he's got the program. And then you get to that place where I just can't help myself. I don't know why I'm acting like this. I don't know why I'm crying because there ain't nothing to cry about. But the tears of joy that I just can't control. Because God's been so good. And, and, and I, just, I ain't ashamed to show it wherever I go. Prayer also helps us to see God do some things that we wouldn't ordinarily see. God has promised to answer prayer. He says, Psalm 81 and 10, he says, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide and I'll fill it. He says, ask and it shall be given. Amen? For everyone that asks, receive it. Is that not what the word says? Well, you have not because you ask not. A amen? Yeah. And then healing is an answer to prayer. According to James 5, 14, 15, it says, call for the elders of the church. Yeah, yeah. God wants to do more in his churches. He wants to heal and deliver people in his churches. But why would you need a physician if you're not sick? Prayer also helps us to have joy. John 16, 24 says, Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name, asking ye shall receive that your joy may be full. Because why? Churches are full of unhappy people. Come in with masks on. <laughs> Come in with masks on. Don't want to get unmasked to show the other side of what's behind the mask. But yet you find churches filled with unhappy folk. They ain't really happy. But every time I go back to the cross, I got to get happy. Every time I'm reminded what Jesus had done for me, I can't help but get happy. Is there anybody in the Lord's house realize what God has done through his son, Jesus Christ? You ought to be shouting every Sunday morning. Every day that God gets you up, opens up your eyes. You ought to be happy and joyful. That's why we come, oh, come, let us adore him. 
There's an old song that says, Oh, how praying rests the weary. Prayer will change the night today. So when life seems dark and dreary, don't forget to pray. Some of y'all remember that. Y'all older than me. Some of you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Prayer also will help us find strength to go on in life's battles. Prayer does. So when you have battles in your life, you can't help but pray. Come on, somebody. You, you can't help but pray. Because why? The world has changed. It's not like it used to be. Let me say that again. It's not like it used to be. It might not be on your street, but all you got to do is turn on your news. Life's battles. Folks struggling. Amen? And I wasn't the only one that was affected by the storm in this congregation. Talk to me this morning. I said I wasn't the only one. That's a life battle. Because why? They still ain't put no roof on yet. But every morning I get up and get breath in my lungs, I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Still can't thank him enough. Because why? I'm still here to say thank you. Does prayer help? Well, prayer also helps us, I'm talking about the Christian now, to be right with our brothers and sisters. Yeah, prayer does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't sit up in here and act like you ain't never had an against somebody in God's house. Oh, boy. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Look within. Don't, don't ever say, yeah, this is the best place to be in the church. But church is made up of people. And people bring all kinds of attitudes up in the house. Talk to me this morning. People bring all kinds of attitudes up in God's house. From five, ten years ago. You know what you did. I was next in line to get them mashed potatoes. Oh boy, y'all. <laughs> but this is in God's house. But when you pray about something, pray about it. Pray for those that persecute you. Pray for your enemies, amen? God will change the situation, but also God will change you. Because it's not always a situation. <laughs> it could be me. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. So prayer helps. But then also, what else does prayer do? Well, I like this scripture that says, but they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. Because why? We get weary sometimes. We, we get faint sometimes. A amen? But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. Yeah. So that's who I know I need in my troubled times with my neighbor. 
I need it all. I can't do this by myself. Help me, Jesus. Have mercy on me, Jesus. Has God ever brought things back together when you were disgruntled with somebody? One, two, three. Okay, okay, okay. I, I'm just doing a count there. I, I just want to do a little quick check. Okay, okay. Woo, boy. So many perfect folk up in here, Lord. Mm. Ain't never had no problems. My, my, most of my problems have been with church folk. Let me say it again. Most of my problems have been with church folk. Yeah, I, I've had a, a, a deacon pull a knife out in church when I first started. And what did I do? Grab the knife hand and say, let's pray. Drop the knife. Now, back in the day, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> you all know the truth, okay. But that's what God does when he changes you. Yeah, yeah. You pray for folk like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? He just died. The same gentleman just died. His funeral coming up next Saturday. But I thank God, amen, for those times that I had to go to the throne of grace and go boldly. Because only God could have changed the situation. And God changed his heart. Prayer also brings revival. It brings revival. Because if the church prays like it's supposed to pray, revival will take off in the church. Folk will come to the church. Because why? Something's happening in God's house. Something that I can't even explain is going on at Whitechapel. It ain't the same church I used to go to a long time ago. Something's going on in there with those folk. And you know what else? I want some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Folk will come and say, I, I, I want some of that. I need some of that to carry me through. Yeah. Prayer brings revival. And if the churches ever need reviving, it needs reviving now. It needs reviving, church. It needs reviving. For some of us, for some of us, you remember like putting money in the pop machine. I don't know what it costs now. Down a half, two dollars or whatever. But it's like putting money in a Coke machine and nothing comes out. You keep pushing the button, pushing the button, but nothing comes out. You keep pushing again, nothing comes out. And you know, for some of us, we'll go to the extra. And once nothing comes out, just throw up your hands and you walk away. Many of us have given up on prayer because while it's something that we know we're supposed to do, 
We just feel like it's just something that's just not going to work. Because, see, we, we want it now. We, we are those type Christians. Uh, when I pull into the fast food, I want it now. But if you got three or four cars in front of you, you got to wait your turn. It's not that God hadn't heard your prayer, but he may not give it to you right then and there. Sometimes he says yes. Sometimes he says no. Sometimes he says wait. But he hears your prayer. Am I right about it? When you go to God, just like going to the airport, when you go to God, you need an you need a ID. You need some identification. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know when you go to the airport, they ask for your identification. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is your ID man that identifies you to Jesus. And Jesus goes to the Father. Yeah, yeah. You need your ID. Some of you don't have an ID because God don't know you. Yeah, your, your relationship with him has not been like it used to be or should be. So therefore, you, you need to re-ID yourself. <laughs> Boy, Ooh. Yeah. Okay. It's just like having a power of attorney. Okay. When you have a, a power of attorney, they can go sign for you. Am I right about it? Huh? They can go sign for on your behalf or whatever's needed when you have a power of attorney. Am I right? So you as a Christian, when you pray and you say, our Father, the Holy Spirit delivers your prayer to the Father. The Father looks over to Jesus and asks him, are you signing for him or her? Oh, boy, y'all a little slow this morning. He looks over to Jesus. Are you signing for him? Are you, you co-signing for them? You do you know him? Do you really know him? Or do you just get a lot of lip service? So therefore, when he asks him, then that means he's going to sign that note. You see, Jesus is our power of attorney. He's the one who signs off on your prayers. So I say to you today, don't you stop praying. You get strong in your prayer life. and You watch stuff start moving out of the way. I said, watch stuff start moving out of the way. We got more than two or three in here today. We have more than two or three. He said, I'll be in your midst. I'll be in your midst. So is there anybody in here today want the Lord to be in the midst today? Well, if you want the Lord to be in the midst, say yeah. Aren't you glad today? You ought to be happy today. That our Lord and Savior went to a place called Calvary. Can I get a witness this morning? Hung, bled, and died for your sins and for mine. 
dropped his head in the locks of his shoulders. And before he gave up the ghost, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Aren't you glad today that even though they put him in a bar too, it was a temporary thing. It couldn't hold him no way. And just like he said he would, he got up with all power, heaven and earth. And don't you know he's got all power even today. You got power today. That's why he said he can't leave you comfortless. He sent you some power. And when we come in here on Sunday morning, you ought to exhibit that power that God has given you through his son and the Holy Ghost. It's all right to get excited for the Lord. It's all right. It's all right. I done broke a sweat. It's all right. If these lights wasn't here, I'd jump off here. But I don't want the church to pay for anything. Not for me, but for the lights. Y'all still a little slow. Y'all still a little slow this morning. Yeah. God's good, church. All the time, and all the time, God is good. And I just thank him this morning. Thank him this morning. Thanks for joining us at Whitechapel Church Online. We pray that today's sermon blessed you and that you'll continue to join us as we lean into God's word together. Until next time, have a great week and be blessed.